This episode is sponsored by Market Views Consultant. Market Views Consultant is a stock consultant company aimed at helping beginners navigate through the stock market. We've all had that moment where you're looking at the financial data and having a hard time analyzing it, and that's where NVC comes in at. Market Views Consultant also helps experienced investors reconstruct their portfolio with their knowledge and experience. Need to tune up your stock market investment strategies? Market Views Consultant can help with that via a consultation call. You may have some idea you would like to run across them or just to get ideas on various strategies, and they can help. Their packages include a short-term, mid-term, and long-term package. Now, I don't know about you guys, but both sound amazingly descriptive. Remember, investing is for everyone. There is no better time to get into the stock market and start having your money work for you. Go check out Market Views Consultant at marketviewsconsultant.com and let them know that the Millionaire Mindsets podcast sent you to get your portfolio analyzed. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid. Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some game, Xavier y'all gonna talk about it. No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody vouching. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant. I study millionaires cause I was born a visionary. Still believe in limitations, why you acting scary? You can't distract me from the paper, I've been chasing greatness. I'm stacking now and balling later in the conversation. We strategizing, monetizing, piling up investments, and sacrificing temporary sh- for bigger blessings. Yeah, a tapped in boss mind state. I multiply my grind rate and I match the way I vibrate. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid. Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit trying to learn some game xavier y'all gonna talk about it no diana speak that shit that everybody vouching ain't no more excuses valid get up off the couch and get up in your bag to your bank account need an accountant today's episode is also brought to you by brandon thomas insurance services brandon thomas insurance services is an independent insurance broker that is accredited by the BBB with a focus on life and health insurance products. They provide insurance coverage for all family members' needs, whether it be children that need affordable life insurance, adults that want term and permanent life insurance options, or seniors that need Medicare or final expense policies. They offer free consulting and quoting to those states in which their services are provided, which include Texas, Louisiana, Colorado, North Carolina, Nevada, Georgia, California, and Ohio. Make sure y'all go check them out at bthomasinsurance.com or give them a call at 512-549-6123. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. I'm your host, Xavier. And today we have a, uh, this is this is a uh, special edition episode. We're doing something today that we ain't never done before. And like oftentimes, like throughout the, this is our 99th episode, and a lot of times people would DM me on Instagram, Twitter, and I'll talk to people, and they'll always ask me stuff like, why don't you talk about, like, uh, what you do more personally, like, on the podcast? Like, we want to hear more stuff, like, what you got going on and stuff like that. Because, you know, typically, for those that are listening, y'all know typically how I go is, like, our podcast is more conversational, but we we more getting more out of the guests. 
So people have been reaching out a lot to me, like over the past couple of months, asking more for like, want to want to hear like my story and stuff like that. So today, me and D, we like today, we just going to do an interview where basically I'm getting interviewed, but Deanna's not the one interviewing me because she already know everything about me. And that would be like, that, 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 that would probably be like a weird interview where I already know everything. So I got my guy, my bro, Justin. Y'all might have known him. He was on what episode you was on, bro? I don't remember. Um, I was on the one with options. So I have to pull up the yeah, number I, one. But I, I can't. Yeah, but he was on here previously. My guy, my guy, Beeves. So he gonna interview me today. With uh, I don't even know what questions he got. So <laughs> what up? But uh, first, let me say thank you for coming on, bro. No problem. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for asking me to interview you in the first place. Because because I because me for those that don't know me and Justin we talk all the time man he always comes with like an interesting perspective he asks he asks interesting questions so I thought he would be the perfect person for uh, me to do this with so um, yeah man we could get uh, we get right into it bro. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. First (laughs) I first I want first I want to ask you. Um, prior prior to the military, what were you doing? Okay, prior to okay, so you talking about like like a year before the military or like years before the military? I'm talking about like like maybe like job job category wise, like what were you like what were you into before you actually got involved okay. or got okay. interested in the, to the military? Okay, so my first job, my first job ever, I worked at this daycare downtown Chicago. It was like right off State Street. It was called like the, damn, I can't remember the name, but it was called like the Blue, Blue something. Like, and it was like, they had daycares all over the city. And then like in the summer, it was like a summertime thing. Like uh, they were hire like a bunch of young people. And my friend at the time, he lived downtown. So he was like, yeah, we can get these jobs. I was 16 years old. So I moved, I actually moved out my, uh, my, I moved out my parents' crib that summer, and I was, like, living with my friend and his mom for, like, the whole summer and just working. It was a daycare. Then after that, I worked – after that, I worked at this place called Whirly Ball. It's in Chicago. It's like a uh, – it's like an arcade. It's like a – um, it's like a – it's like it's like bumper cars with, like, uh, vo- I want to say volleyball. Like, it's weird. It's like basketball. Okay, so, so it's kind of like Zab Zone. Some stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but, yeah, so that was my last job before I got into the military. But even before, even, oh, yeah, even when I I lived in Florida, I worked at McDonald's and I worked at Abercrombie & Fitch. So, yeah, that was all all the jobs I had before, like, those the official jobs I had before joining the military. Okay, how many years were you in the military? Five. Five years, okay. Five years. Okay, what's a few things in the military that has taught you? Uh, that you still carry with you to, to this day? Uh, man, that's a good question. But the military taught me, I would say, number one, it taught me, obviously, it teaches you things like discipline. Obviously, since day one, you're going to learn that. And I think a big thing it taught me, the biggest thing it probably taught me is knowing how to maneuver with, around other people. Like, I often tell people, like, uh, before I got in the military, bro, being a military, I was never around like white people. Only people I was around before I got in the military was black people. Like for people that don't know, Chicago like super super segregated. Like if you live in a black area, you live in a black area. Like all you see is black people. You might see like a couple white people here and there. You gonna see Hispanics and so you gonna see Hispanics and stuff. But majority for the most part, if you live in a black area, you are gonna see black people. So the military, when I got in the military, I was around 
white people, uh, all kinds of people, bro, from all over the world. And it taught me like how to how to deal and maneuver through different environments. And it also taught me how to, uh, it taught me like, I've always been respectful to people, but it taught me like, you know what I'm saying? No, like showing respect to people, like no matter who they is, whether, yeah, yeah. Understand what level of profession they is. Oh, my parents already raised me like that, but the military, it showed me on a level, like on another level. So that's why I have such a strong dislike for when I see like rude people, like I hate rude people, bro, with a passion. Okay, so that's part of so that's essentially part of the reason why you encouraged me to move so much away from the city, pretty much. <laughs> hey, thanks, bro. I, I like, man, like I tweeted on Twitter, like for those who follow me on Twitter, how I said, like, moving out your city is a life hack. Like, it really is, bro, because it expo- it like it opens your mind up to stuff that you probably would have never like even like. It changes the way you think, and you know when you think differently, you start acting differently. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course, yeah. yeah. Um, after the military, like, how was your transition to business? Because I know, wasn't it like a, was it like a, like a six month or a year period to to business, or you was already into business in the military? No, I was you... already. So, so like, because I don't think I ever talked about this on my podcast. So I got, I was getting out the, like, I got out the, I'm retired from the military. From those who don't know, like, I'm like, I'm reti- I got, I had a back in- injury when I was deployed in 2017. So after I came back from my deployment, I was already had my mindset. I'm like, I'm getting out regardless. Like, I got some shit going on. So then, like, but I had to, I kept going to the, like, I kept going to the, um, to the clinic. And every time I would go to the clinic, like, make, having, like, back pains and stuff, they was like, all right, you can't, you can't take your physical exam. Like, for those who know if you're in the military, like, every, depending on your score, like, every six months to a year, you got to take a physical, they call it the PT test. To, to see like where you at physically but i couldn't take mine because my back was messed up so they kept like withholding and then after a while it's only so long they don't let you take it but they be like we have to med board you and med board you means that's a process where it's like we going through the process of basically like kicking you out but not kicking you out you're gonna be like you're gonna be cool so i went through that process and that process because i was supposed to get out in my fourth year but when i went through the med board process it took like a year and a half so it worked out in my favor though because during that period like I said, I was already like doing business stuff, investing, you know, buying property, stuff like that. So I already knew what I wanted to do. So when I got out the military, like when I was like out, out, it was like a like a uh, pretty much like a smooth process for real, like straight. Yeah, up. because you was already pretty much already uh, involved in yeah. doing that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that kind of that kind of ties into the, my next question. Uh, so how did you acquire your first your first uh, piece of real estate? My first uh my first property was in Detroit, bro. It was uh Deanna found it. It was a property, it was uh sixteen point nine thousand dollars. For those who don't know, when I tell people this, they always like, What? Are you buy a property that cheap? Ain't no way, blah, blah, blah. You know how it is. So I'm like, yeah, it was sixteen point nine thousand. When property is that cheap, you can't get no loan, you can't get a uh mortgage on them. You gotta get like a a personal loan and stuff like that. So we took out a personal loan, even though we had the money to pay for it in full. We took out a personal loan just so, you know, use other people's money and get the property. So we paid for the property. The property had a tenant we did. We did some fix-ups. Property had a tenant. The tenant paying the uh the loan, and she paying us extra. So that was my first one. Yeah, there, there's there's properties here in Michigan like that. Like, for, like just for example, I, I randomly found a, a $13,000 uh, tenant-occupied home that's, that's for sale. I 
randomly found a $15,000 home with a tenant occupied that's for sale. So it's stuff, it's stuff like that, but you All have to like, yeah, mm-hmm. you have to like do your due diligence and like really research and find and find that shit. Like it's really like finding a needle in a haystack <laughs> with, those, with those type of deals. <laughs> Usually, when homes are that low, they more than likely going to need something. More than likely. But um, did you stick with that strategy for your next purchase, or are you just? With your next real estate purchase, or are you just like how did that go about? Yeah, I stuck with the same strategy, bro. I was like, my whole thing was like getting undervalued properties, getting them, getting tenants in them, bringing the value up. Simple. Those, those, those. I still stick to that to this day. Okay. Is there any um, any strategies you've implemented since your first purchase of real estate that you could give to the people? As far as what, like, there's any strategy? Yeah, just like any strategies that you that you've developed over over the, throughout the years that you could recommend to the people. Oh man, this what I just what I basically what I just kind of spoke on, like finding undervalued properties. Like up to me, in my opinion, like that's the name of the game. Cause like you like we like you already know, bro. Like you make money on the buy. Like yeah. I want to I want to buy a house. Like when I buy a property, as soon as I close, I want to know like man, I just won. I just made some money because I know it's gonna be. It, like in any scenario, it's gonna be hard for me to lose because if I get a tenant in there, obviously I'm winning. If I put some money in into it to bring the value up, obviously that's another W. So it's like that's my main thing. If you find, you know, it's the name of the game: buy low, sell high. Like, and I don't with real estate, I don't plan on ever selling. So, but it's okay, like, you know what I'm saying? That's the name of the undervalue. I go out under after undervalue assets and just. All right, so real estate. So real estate mainly inventory for you. Yeah, that's just inventory. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not the type, I'm not into, like, flipping and stuff like that. I'm I'm not saying I'll never be, but as of right now, that's just all inventory. Like, I just, I, just stacking it up, stacking it up. Yeah, I'm not into flipping either. I'm, you might as well wholesale that. Yeah, might as well I agree, bro. Yeah. I agree. I agree. That's, just, that's too, too much for me, honestly. I ain't got to worry about all that. But what you, what you Yeah, say? you don't have to worry about that. Uh I see you mentioned your two six-figure uh, businesses. Uh, yep. Do you mind? Do you mind telling the people uh, those two businesses and how yeah. they started? Uh, I, hey, you know, I, you know, I don't mind. But so I got for those who don't know, I got Park Hill Capital that's owned by me and Deanna. It's a it's a real estate company. We uh oh shit, my book's over there falling. I don't know if y'all heard it, but uh, so we purchase assets. We teach people. We teach people how to get uh, into real estate. And we have a monthly uh, subscription. And uh, we also into mobile homes as well. Like we uh, help people buy mobile homes and stuff like that. So that's one of my businesses that's doing well. Then my other business is what we on here doing right now, Millionaire Mindsets. Like I've okay. made, I spoke on it before. Like I've really, like Millionaire Mindsets started off as a, a just a pot, And it still is a podcast, but I've made it into an actual business like well most people probably don't i don't know most people know that or understand it but it's an actual business from on 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 all levels like i got so much things like from merchandise from from mm-hmm. just ads sponsorships affiliates all those kinds of things it became a full-blown business in itself so okay. those are my two primary businesses i got some other stuff i'm working on too but those are my two main babies Okay, those are pretty much the two money makers. Yeah. Okay. 
you're you're a serial entrepreneur. So uh, so how did you learn about these different sectors of like real estate podcast? Like like, like once you once you because pretty much you started in real estate. So how did you like learn? No, I start I start bro. I, st- I started I started in stocks. So you started in stocks. My first thing like, but I don't really I don't really look at that as business. That's just investing. But, yeah, that's just that's just yeah. that's just putting some that's just buying some shit. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but yeah, I went from I went from stocks to cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency to real estate. Okay. But yeah, okay. yeah but my business was actually real estate with Park Hills. Okay, how do you okay, how how did you like learn different sectors? Like you said, you learned you 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 guys are doing um mobile homes and you said podcasts. So while you were while you were investing in uh the stock market cryptocurrency and while you were doing real estate, how did you learn about how did you learn about the podcast industry okay. and like and like mobile home industry? How did you learn about that? Like did you take a course? Nope. Like nope. It was all bro, <laughs> it was all it was, bro, like, when I really said it, it was all trial and error through experience. Okay. It was one of those things where, like, obviously, no, matter of fact, like, we're real estate, I've, like, years ago, I've took courses. But to be honest, those courses, man, and I'm not trying to say I'm like, I'm, this is nobody. And I'm not, I'm not even going to say the course name or who I bought the course by. Like, but this was, like, like I said, years ago, like, 2016 and stuff like that. But, uh, like, th- a lot of those courses was kind of like, I don't want to say BS, but it was like, until you actually get in your mind that you're going to do it, a lot of times the courses don't mean anything. You know what I mean? So, with me, it was just like, all right, it's the time. I'm tired of waiting, even though I don't know everything. Like, I tweeted I tweeted about yesterday, yesterday when I said, sometimes you just got to start. Like, you don't have to know everything. You don't have to have things planned out from, from A to Z. You just need to start. And when you start, you start figuring stuff out. So that's how it was with me with real estate, from mobile homes to podcasting. It, it was all to start. As long as I started, now I started figuring out. So many times people want to start and they they, they want to wait till it's perfect to start. And it's yeah. which is impossible. There's no way yeah, to be it'll, never be <laughs> it'll never be perfect. <laughs> exactly. Cause you and the reason is because you don't have the experience, like you don't have the experience until you start. And there's no way you can be perfect without experience. So it's yeah. like you gotta jump in the game. So for me, for me getting my knowledge through all these sectors, like I'll start just on podcasting. And I think this is important because even though I got a podcast, a lot of people listen to this podcast, I've never talked about the business of podcasting, no man that mindset. This is something I never done. <laughs> me and you, we've had plenty of conversations about yeah. it. We we talked about the the, the Joe button stuff and a bunch of different stuff. So we always talk about like podcasting business because like like in my opinion. We got everybody want a podcast now. Everybody striving to do a podcast, creating their own podcast. But most people don't understand the podcasting business at all. Like most people think like they're gonna have to do a major deal, big deal, like a Joe Budden, like a Joe Rogan to start making money. Well, that's not true at all. Podcast is almost like being an ind- independent music artist. Like you got independent music artists that can make money as a podcaster. You can make money as well, but you have to do you have to do the right things. You know what I'm okay. saying? Yeah, it, 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 like like I said, you you don't need to do a big deal to get ads. You don't need to do a big deal to have sponsors. But the thing is, to get those things, you got to have value. You got to know your numbers. You know, all, you got to know your analytics and all that shit. But most people don't know that. They just start a show. Like, bro, I talk to I talk to podcasters all the time, bro. Podcasters hit me up all the time. They be like, hey, 
what can I do? This I ain't. I know, bro. Like I just spoke to podcasters that's doing decent that haven't generated no money with for their podcast, and I'm like, how, bro? Like it ain't that hard. And I and I talk to people so much about it. I'm actually in the process of writing a book on it. I don't know okay. if I told you that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We talked about that. Yeah, you yeah. told me it was going to be a, a ebook, right? Correct. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I think I'm thinking about uh, making it to a. I ain't sure if it's going to be like an ebook or hardcover, but I'm going to just talk about podcasting on all levels. So, like, on how you can gen- just the business of podcasting, because people just think this shit easy. They don't see it. it's a lot of behind the scenes and stuff that that go on to 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 really make it a success. People just think like I was telling. Uh, I don't think I was no. I was talking to somebody else. I was like. You know how you'll listen to a rap song and most people will be like, man, that's easy. I could do that. Like everybody think they can rap. Then you get in the studio, you can't catch a beat. You don't know how to write an eight bar verse. You know what I'm saying? You don't yeah. know none of that. And podcasting is very similar. Like you listen to these conversations and it sounds easy. You like, I can help take part of this conversation until you actually do it. It's so much, but it's it's a business. It's just ain't no, you know what I'm saying? This is a, you you got people getting hundreds of millions of dollar deals. And this is not just something that you really uh play with like that lightly yeah yeah like you said it's not easy especially like developing a podcast especially yeah, content wise like if you don't got creators and and because con- content is hard to develop i've i've developed like plenty of episodes of of, yep. of our web of our own podcast of four, yep. brothers, four brothers on Acker. but um yeah it's hard to it's like literally hard to develop Content. It's hard, bro. <laughs> Especially hard. like if your if your podcast not guest based or yeah, like that, so if especially like you said, especially if it ain't guest based, it's hard. And even if it's guest based, it's hard because you always got to be finding new guests. You yeah, always, yep. You always got to find. <laughs> you always got to come up with new questions that yep, that, new you, questions. that you didn't ask previous guests to keep it to keep it fresh. That's why I always salute people. Like when I know people that have had podcasts for years for hundreds of episodes, I'm like. So the biggest salute because I know that take a lot of work and it ain't easy. It's not easy at all because you know most podcasts. It's I forgot the numbers. I could be wrong, but it's over like last time I checked, it was over like eight hundred thousand podcasts. But this like this was this was months ago. So I know it's way more than now. But most podcasts aren't active because people start thinking like, oh, this gonna be easy. I'm gonna give me an audience. I'm gonna blow my show up. And they realize that doesn't happen. So what they do is they just stop. So most podcasts that's out are, well, most podcasts that are created are inactive at the moment due to that. What made these industries uh, you're you're invested in appealing to you? Man, okay. So, man, bro, like, Okay, real estate was something that I always, from as a child, it was always something I heard about. Like, I remember being young and hearing somebody say, if you want to get rich, you got to invest in stocks, you got to buy real estate. So that was always in my, like, mind, like, I need to buy real estate. Then I got an older brother. He's a uh, He's been involved in real estate for a long time now, out in Florida. Yeah, you so, told me he was a real estate agent, all right? Yep. So I always had some, like, level of understanding about real estate. So just on that alone, it was like, all right. I've always wanted to become uh, wealthy, so I'm like, that's a no-brainer. I need to get in the, I need to get in the, I need to get in real estate. Same okay. with stocks and same with business. It's one of those things that's like, well, I've always had like an entrepreneurial spirit, so business was like, I think a no-brainer for me. But when, to get into like me, to get into things like media, like podcasting, that was just something where I just kind of got into because I wanted to help people and I knew like 
the stuff I was doing, I knew it could help so many people that came up like me if they could just hear these conversations. Because like I said, I, I was talking to somebody previously. By the time I, by the time I started Millionaire Mindsets, like, I almost had like $100,000. So it wasn't just something that I was just preaching to people. You know what I'm saying? Like, without, yeah. without experiencing anything, it was something that I was actually doing and living at the moment. So I was able to get this information back from a standpoint of I'm living this life. I ain't just talking about it. Okay. All right. A, a question that I did that I really wanted that I really wanted to ask that I really wanted to ask you was uh, when when did you realize that you actually had a useful voice within our culture or have you? Damn. For the people that's listening, they can't see. Forgive me if I'm uh, if it get like quiet, if it get like a quiet, it ain't no, it ain't no uh, malfunction. That's just me because I'm trying to think about. I'm just thinking about my answer because that's a question I ain't never been asked before. So, damn, bro. But to be honest, like I get people all the time uh, tell me like how much men that mindset helped them and changed their life. But I don't know. It's still I I still feel the same. Not to say. Like, I don't, it's hard to, it's it's kind of hard to uh, describe it. Like, I know what we doing is dope. I know it's helping a lot of people and I'm super happy for that. But I feel like we still got so much, so, so much to do and so many, uh, like so far to go for where I want to go. So it's like, I haven't, I never sat back and just been like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Sat back and reflected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've never really sat back and reflected for real. Yeah, gave it time. That's why. I, that's why I asked, or or have you? It's, no, I it's like your your voice and and this podcast, this platform provides a lot to to others. Bro, right. I just I just wanted to tell you that. Thank you. Uh, while I'm on here, like it you, provides bro. a lot of it provides a lot of knowledge, a lot of business opportunities, a lot of people to reach out to, whether it's courses or because. Uh, Consolations or whatever the case may be, it just gives some people a form of, a form of direction to go to. Whether it's it could spark a business idea of theirs or uh, invest in potential business idea of theirs. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, Thank you, bro, for real. Because I mean, like, because like I said, I talk to people a lot, and they and they'll tell me like, man, I'm 16, I'm 18, I'm 21, I'm 20. From all ages, they'll be like, man, I listen to me in that mindset when I was. Uber driving or doing this, I started this. I'm up twenty five thousand. I'm up ten thousand. I'm up thirty thousand. I'm on, and it's always stuff like that. The most humbling because it's like that's really why we started it to show people like you know what I'm saying that you could do it because because most of the time I know how how I used to even think like even even four or five years ago I thought that like I ain't know no I ain't know no person that was rich and young for real, bro. Yeah, you know, yeah, think about yeah. it. You know, what I'm saying everybody I knew who had paid for paper, it was like fifty plus. So it was like I didn't really know too many people that was like not even thirty up. So it was like, man, I didn't know if that was possible until I started doing stuff myself, and then I started meeting other people, and it was like, whoa, this is possible. Not only is it possible, I don't want to say it's common, but when you get in certain circles, it is common. Like yeah. I was, I, I was thinking about it yesterday. I'm like. Man, it's crazy because most of my friends that I talk to on a like a consistent basis, they either millionaires or they like close to it. And then we not, you know what I'm saying? We ain't 40. A lot of us ain't even 30. Yeah. So it's like, damn, 
and that was the whole point of, of this platform for real to show younger people that like hey man it's some young people out here getting it and it ain't no it ain't no luck it ain't no uh it ain't no like once in a lifetime thing for people you could do it too all you gotta do is apply yourself yeah all you gotta do is um pray pray, pray and act on that prayer <laughs> just don't just pray a prayer a prayer is just an empty thought mm. without action Hey, that's a fact, man. Like they say, like they say, like they say, man. Prayer without works is dead. Yeah. So, so yeah. what I what I really wanted what I really wanted to know was uh what well, what's the what's the biggest loss? People don't like to say loss, so I'm gonna say slash lesson. So what's the biggest loss slash lesson you've learned while growing a six figure a a business to six figures? Mm. The most important lesson, bro, I would say is. Once you build it, you really can't take no days off. And what I mean by that is I don't mean, like, literally, like, seven days a week every day. I mean, like, obviously, you could take some days off here and there. But I mean, like, that pressure that you applying, whatever it is, you can't take no days off because momentum is a real thing. And when you have that momentum and you building that momentum and it's going, the minute you take your foot off the pedal – it's going to be harder for you to start that momentum up again. So the best thing that you can do once you build and stuff like that is you just stick, you just keep going. You just, when the, like I say, when the iron is hot, you just keep, you know what I'm saying? You got to strike when the iron is, you got to just keep going. Like you don't take your, you don't take your foot off the pedal. So that's the biggest, that's the biggest lesson I've learned. Cause in the moments where I wasn't as consistent where I know I should have been and where I, where, where I really should be is moments where I seen the drop start happening. And then I'm just seeing like, man, I, it's only it's that's only happening because I'm not as consistent as I was. So let me get back and build that momentum up. But getting that momentum up is a grind. But that grind wouldn't have to happen if I just stuck stuck with it. So yeah. that's the biggest lesson that I, I've learned throughout this process when it comes to that. And how you know when not to do a deal, whether it's real estate related, investing related, like how you know exactly like when to not do it. If it don't make sense, that's like the best way. If it don't make sense, like we all know, if it don't, like they say, if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. But to me, if like I mean, sometimes it make dollars, but it don't make make sense. Exactly. That's who you're right about that. But like me, I'm one of those people that like, and I'm still learning to do this, and that's trust my gut. Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, my gut, like, and it's hard. And I know it for a lot of young people, they probably experience this too. It's hard because, like you said, you're only going to learn to trust your gut after experiences. And when you're so young, you haven't had enough experiences to truly trust your gut yet. You still might listen to your head or listen to your heart. But your gut, like what I'm learning, is like never wrong. Like with that, that deep feeling you get, like you got to learn. And I'm still learning myself. I'm still learning to trust that. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes yeah. we will try to We'll try to uh, outsmart what we know is not going to work. But we'll, yep. try, you know what I'm saying? We'll get that, we'll get our egos involved and we'll be like, some like, no, I'm going to make this work. I'm, I'm going to make it work. I can right. make it work. Yeah. I can make it work. Well, you know, deep down, we all, you know, we all got that instinct feeling that tells us, like, nah, this ain't it, bro. Just move on. But we'll be like, nah. You know, that ego getting involved, that ego is an MF. It'd be like, no, nah, I'm gonna make this work. Next thing you know, shit goes south, and you tell yourself, like, dang, you know what you always say, dang, I should have trust my instinct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially like when you should have invested something. That's when that really comes like, oh, dang, man. I should have really invested in that. 
man, especially when it comes to stuff like that. So, man, so me, like, I'm I'm still going through that. Like, I'm learning. I'm learning to trust myself when it comes to things like that. Okay. Okay. Um. So, what's the go- what's the goals for a millionaire mindset? Uh, millionaire mindsets, like, obviously, it's a podcast, and I still look at it as a podcast. But I want it to be, uh, uh, like a uh. I, I, obviously, I want it to be at the top top charting a podcast, and period. But I want it to be like... It's already chop charting. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, at the, <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. It's already chop charting. That's a fact. But I want it to be, like, uh, obviously a household name, but I want it to be okay. a staple, a staple in our culture. But when it okay. comes to what people learning, finances, learning money, learning about personal, like, we talk about personal growth, too, all that. I just want it to be a staple. And I know that'll happen as long as I continue... Deanna and I, as long as we continue to keep doing what we're doing, because like, 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 like this, bro. I tell people all the time when it comes to podcasts, I say your podcast is only gonna grow as as big as your brand, bro. If your brand not growing, your podcast is not going to grow. You know what I'm saying? So you have to grow both simultaneously. But obviously, when you have a big brand, it's easy. That's why you'll see people people will come out with a podcast and they'll instantly go to number one because they already have a huge brand. Like, you know what I'm saying? People like Michelle Obama. Obama, yep. And uh, I can't think of other people, right? It's 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 a boatload of other people that they'll drop a podcast and they'll instantly go to number one because they have a huge brand. So oftentimes you have people. Oh, that, Kim K. Kim K. Another yeah. prime example. Yeah, a lot of times people they they struggle with their podcast because their brand they don't have a really uh, a brand like that yet. And not yeah, saying not not saying that's to make you give up. That just means that you should keep going. When I started, like people always, bro. When I started my podcast, bro, I had less than five thousand followers on, I think, Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Crazy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like people, people see it now. That's what's so funny. People see stuff, the result of things, and they, yeah, people see the end results. Yeah, and not, and not, and not the like, beginning stage, right? They be like, yeah. oh man, I want the same thing. Like, bro, like, dude, do you not know when I start when we started me and the mindsets, me and Deanna, we didn't have many followers at all, bro. The thing, the difference was we kept working, we kept putting out content, we kept grinding. And not only that, we kept upping our business skill and our in our business level. So when we came on the platform, we could actually give y'all value because we live in it. Okay. Uh, um, how do you keep a balance of everything you're doing, bro? Because it's a uh, like I said, you're a serial entrepreneur. You're doing this. You're doing that. <laughs> you got you got you got legit businesses that's mm-hmm. that's that's at six figures. Yep. How do you how you keep a balance of all of this? Be honest, man. And I like I can't even get no like to be honest. Like I, when we had this conversation before, like this is one of those things. Yeah. Like I'm I'm 27 and I didn't have no blueprint blueprint to this. Like my parents wasn't entrepreneurs, so it was like all this right now. Is stuff that I'm learning on my own, and it's hard because I obviously I do all this, and I'm in a relationship, and I'm in a relationship that I take that I take seriously. So this stuff, I obviously relationships take time, and they take time to build. So obviously, it's something that you have to find balance in, and finding that balance is not easy. Like I would be lying to the listeners if I say, "Hey, man, it's easy. Just do this," because I don't still have the blueprint yet. Yeah, so I'm still. It's oftentimes I'll be like, I'll be like, man, I need to, uh, I need to do this, do this differently. Or it's times where Deanna, she's like reeling me back in. She's like, hey man, you've been, you've been working 
all week. You've been doing this all day. Hey, we got to spend some time together. So it was like me, myself, I ain't perfected it yet. All I can say is to people that might be struggling with that or people that's going to go down a similar journey and they in a similar situation or maybe one day they might, they may be, it's just, you got to remember what's important. That's like the best thing to do. Remember what's important because that's going to keep you on track. Like, even if you get off track a little bit, if you remember what's important and remember what you're doing and why you're doing it, you, I think you will figure it out. Like, like I said, I'm not perfect yet or, or when it comes to this, but I know if I keep doing what I'm doing, I'm going to have it figured out. Yeah, I, I asked that because more because majority because I'm a serial entrepreneur as yeah. well, and my stuff be all over the place. It's not like <laughs> it's not like seven through nine. I'm gonna do this. It's not. Uh, it's not. It's seven is seven. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> like it's not. It's not catered. My time is not catered like that. I haven't did that yet. With my time, like I haven't. No, facts. Yeah, it's hard, bro. Like it's like. Man, it's it's what it's a hard it's a hard thing. It's like like I said, especially if you ain't have no blueprint to it. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. First yeah. one, you first one doing it. You really just figuring it out. Like you know what I'm saying? You really just figuring it out, and it takes time to figure stuff out. Yeah. Uh, one of the uh, one of the topics that I wanted to talk to you about not uh, not a question, but uh, one of the topics that I wanted to talk to you about was the, the value of black dollar, like the importance the importance of the black dollar. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is black people money. Right. The way that we spend. Right. That's that's what I wanted to talk to you about. Mm. And so um what I wanted to talk to you about that as far as that is um I don't know how to directly a- ask this but I was just going to say what's your what's what's your opinion on on the black dollar? Man. Like how valuable is it to others that might not know? Man, the black dollar is the most outside, in my opinion, of course, this is my opinion, outside of the black family, the black dollar, I think is the most important thing. You know what I'm saying? I think it's, it's super crucial. And I know we at a time right now, we got another election coming up and people are always talking about vote, vote, vote. But I think voting without having your 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 economics right and your economics in order it's kind of it's kind of it's truly irrelevant man because we could vote yeah. all we want but if we're not in the position to to take care of ourselves take care of our community take our dollars seriously it's really you know what i'm saying it's really no point of voting and i and another thing speaking of that, i want to say this man like and this is popped up in my mind because we got a lot of people especially in our community that are that are that are then that are that identify as socialists and they like you know what i'm saying they really they really they really against capitalism and that's what they preach right now like so i see a lot of black people speaking on that and in my opinion i feel like and this is no disrespect to those people but i think that that identifying with that is one of the stupidest things we could do in our community because and the reason is because there is we like we right now we in a fight for equality, but people don't understand that without no equity, there is no equality. The only way you get equality That's a bar. <laughs> That's the, a only, bar. <laughs> the only way you get equality is through equity. And in a socialist system, there is no there is no real chance for equity because you know what I'm saying, your your shit is at a cap, is at a maximum on what you can do because you're dependent on the government. So if you depend on the government, 
the same government that you would say is oppressing you, why are you depending on them? On them. So you know what I'm saying? You get what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, so, 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 so it's backwards. <laughs> you, you're essentially doing for them what they're oppressing, but they're but, oppressing you. Yeah, so it's like, why would you, if that's the case, why are you depending on them to give you anything? So that's why I am always preach capital, capitalist I'm, and I'm a strong capitalist because capital, a capitalist system gives every individual opportunity, an opportunity, to, yeah. the opportunity to come up, no matter if you the poorest of the poor or the highest of the high or middle class. In this system, you all as long as you breathe and you have an able body, an able mind, you have a situ- opportunity to make your situation a better situation. And under the under different systems, that's not the case. So that's why getting back to the uh the question at hand, that's why I, I uh damn I forgot what I was about to say. But then that's why equity and in, in, in the black dollar it's the most important thing in the world because we could take all of our problems, in my opinion, we can handle ourselves. Like we don't need, we don't need any outsiders to take care of our problems. And that's why I always preach that. I want people to understand like the victim mentality that I see a lot of times is like, it doesn't make any sense, especially in 2020. Like we could do, I say it all the time, man. And it, it might sound, it might get redundant to some people, but we literally could do whatever, man. And And I think examples of that, like this is on a small level, but prime example is last year. Last year, right when when we did that school donation, man, we did the donation. It was like around seven, eight thousand dollars of school supplies. That school ran out of funding the year prior, midway through the year, and had no supplies for their students. Like midway through the year, and this is a majority black school, a black Hispanic school. So instead. They they was waiting on like the the uh the state and the city to give them funding for kids. Like they was literally waiting on the state to get funding for the kids' education. And when I see when I see stuff like that, it's like instead of waiting on somebody to take care of our youth, our kids, we, we in a position we in a position we could do that ourselves. So, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So when we gave we gave them school supplies. Not even we gave the entire school from K through eighth school supplies for the entire year. So stuff like that, even yeah, that's fire as hell. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. I think that's a small example of stuff that because this people that's ray the people that 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 uh that put it together, it's people that's way richer than us. Some of the celebrities that people look up to and worship that's way richer than us. So they could even do stuff like that on another scale. But that's why that's just an example on how powerful and how important the black dollar is it, it means everything in my opinion it's everything without the black dollar without our economics we can't do nothing there's no way like i said there's no there's no equality without equity okay okay i just i just thought of this question while while actually while you were talking so where you what do you think like where do you think or what do you think the disconnect is between the, the, the ecosystems that we're building between between that and in in the hoods like where where you think that disconnect is? Me and you, we personally always talk about that. You mean I don't like, know if you know if you know what I mean by that. You mean like mentalities? Yeah, or? mentality wise. Yeah. Mm, damn, that's a good. That's another good question. I would say, man, I would say the biggest the biggest disconnect is what 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 makes the disconnect happen in my opinion is the media. Because the media, for the most part, 
it's, oh yeah, they, they portray they, that. They portray that image. Yeah, they they and and they not only that image they portray, then they preach victimhood. So if you don't have anybody, if you don't have a a a, a millionaire mindsets and other platform, if you don't see that, you know what I'm saying, you're not gonna know that certain stuff is possible. Because in the media, yeah. they always talk. The media they they focus on black trauma and black problems, 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 trauma, trauma, trauma. So if you see stuff like that, it's like, especially the first time you see it, if you see a young black person tell you they're a millionaire, you're going to be thrown off. You're not going to accept it because all you see in the media is the complete opposite. Black people being down and out, black trauma, black people getting killed, black this and that. Victim. Yeah, or it's an athlete or entertainer. It's a, it's, right, or if it's an athlete and entertainer. So that's the only route that you think you can go where you think you can make stuff shake and you can make stuff happen. So I think the media is the biggest problem when it comes to the difference in mindset. Because if you talk to people, if you talk to people like with the mindset that we talking about, the mindset that we have, majority of us with this mindset, we don't pay attention to the media at all. Most of the time, we don't even know what the hell is going on in the media. You know what I'm saying? That's facts, that's facts. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know what's going on because we too busy living our lives, interacting with other people that's on we on. So we see and we know what's possible. But on the other opposite side of that, those other people, that's the, with the different mindsets they don't so i think it's other things as well but i think if i would name the biggest one i, w- I would think I, I would say the media is the biggest pro- and I, when i say media i don't mean all media i mean like specific platforms we know what the platforms that just show black trauma black victimhood we can't do nothing to the government take care of us this and that blah 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 those platforms because those are the platforms that's thrown at us all the time me myself I even identify with a lot of that coming up because that's all I see. Yep, absolutely. That's all you're saying. You know? yeah, from, yeah. From, 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 the, from the media's perspective, that's, the, that's typically what all you see. You, like I said, you you see typical rappers, entertainers, and all that type of stuff. So you, so like you said, the media portrays portrays a certain image of, of black people. Like it's not, it's not like media pushes uh real estate investing right, right. whatsoever or the or the fucking stock market excuse my language <laughs> they don't push that like whatsoever so black they people are, are really unfamiliar with the, with uh especially the stock market but man we're just like getting this generation our generation is specifically the entrepreneur uh generation mm. like we're we're cracking that mode of like like Paris mentioned on our episode of the Jim Crow, because our parents, how they built wealth were was essentially hard work and dedication. That's how they determined to build their wealth. How we are building our wealth is entrepreneurship. So yep. that's really that's, yeah, that's really crack that's really cracking the mold. And what we'll teach others, like like you said in the beginning of this, um we're we it's not. It's not what we're doing. It's not. It wasn't taught to us. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna fumble and fuck up sometimes. Mm-hmm. It wasn't taught to us. Our parents were majority of our parents. If you're thirty, if you're probably like thirty five and under, they were pretty much hard workers. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. So, there's nothing wrong with that, but it was just you know what I'm saying how yeah, that's how they built their world. That's how they built their world yeah, exactly. And we seen and with with our generation. It's more about working smarter than working harder. You know what I mean? With our parents' generation, it was about working hard, like working. You know what I'm saying? They preach working hard, working hard every day. Working hard and going to college. Hard labor, you know, go to school, stuff like that. With our generation, 
it's, it's about working smarter. It's like, you can even be lazy at this point, but if you maximize your time and do the right things, the social media bridge the gap, internet bridge the gap in a lot of ways, it's, 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 you can go that route without, you know what I'm saying, working extremely, extremely hard. Like, I'll be, I'll be talking to uh, D sometimes, and I'm like, man, I know some people that work way harder than I do. Like, when it comes to physical labor and, like, putting their physical energy into things, they work way harder than I do. But where they, they not nowhere near where I'm at just because I'm working smarter. And that's yeah, no, that's, that's, just, that's that, yeah, that's no knock that's, or that's, nothing. That, that's, that, that, that's, that's facts. I mean, you, you got physical labor, people out there that's doing construction doesn't that, that makes seventeen, eighteen dollars an hour. Right, right, exactly. 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 That's physical labor. I used to, I used to be in construction. I know somebody probably out there making more than me. I was doing hella physical labor. Right, you do hella physical labor, bro. <laughs> like, man, I am, you look at your check and your check ain't where you think it should be. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, but that's and, and that I think that's stuff like that is responsible for our generation generation because we seen how hard our parents work, and we like, and we said and we said to ourselves like, man, that's not and that's no knock that's no knock to our parents at all. You know what I'm saying? Because they responsible for where we at. But we yep. said we don't want to. We don't want to. I don't. I want to make sure I'm wearing this right. We want to live a life where we could do what we want when we want to do it, basically. Yep, and we don't we don't want to necessarily be in those jobs for 30, exactly for thirty 30 plus years, forty years with four hundred one. Even though oh, you, yeah. even though even though they even though our parents' generation got hell of benefits, right? Hell of we never, which we which we won't get because we're entrepreneurs, right? So that's so that's one thing. But we get that, but we get those benefits from investing. Exactly. Yep. So, but yep. they got those benefits from from, from jobs. So from they got jobs. 401k, social security, stuff like that. Stuff like that. We we not we probably won't be getting no social security. <laughs> no, so that, so, hey, that's a fact. That's a fact. So it's it's advisedly of of you guys <laughs> that's listening to invest. <laughs> really, we probably won't be getting no social security. Hey, we won't, bro. That's the. I don't even think though. the people with jobs might be getting secure social security now. I think it's just purely. It might be just purely four hundred one k. Four hundred one k. I don't. I don't know. I may be misspeaking, but no. Nah, but to, I'm not. I'm not one hundred percent sure. But I know that's a big conversation right now, though. Like they say, they might not be none by the time our generation gets to sixty. Our generation 65. is in the sixties. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's highly possible, man. But like you said, though, that's why it's so important to invest. Like yeah, investing I, I, is that cheat code. Investing is that cheat code, and, and you could and you could further further be social security investing. Oh, what? easily, easily, bro, easily, easily. honestly. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. You could be you could beat that just being conservative. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. It, it depends on the social security, but social yeah, security, right, right, right. Typically, you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the last thing that I wanted to talk about um, was the importance—well, not the importance, but just talk about building our own ecosystems. Even though we already pretty much talking about that, mm-hmm. like how this is because this is what you're. Uh, this is what we're already doing. Me, you, yep. me, you. I was about to say Xavier. <laughs> me, <laughs> you, Josh, Reggie, Ahmad. Yep. Uh, B. B. Stun. Stun Hugo, Adrian. Josh. Trev. Trev. Like every, like Ari. Everybody. Yeah. All the women. All right. All the, all the women. women. B. Tara. B's. Yeah. 
like everybody, like we're building our own ecosystem. Yep. Well, now we are. We we are. We are. We are. This is our own ecosystem. Yeah, we, yeah, we. It's it's already like I was man. Like I remember, I was thinking to my, I was thinking to myself that like man. Like we really like built our own ecosystem because I was thinking like, look, like if you look at it from the, this, this is the angle I was looking at it. I'm like, if I need, if I need some stock help, I could go book me a point, book book me an appointment with Market Views, talk to Josh, talk to Bees. I could give me some stock help if I need help for real estate, just outside of myself. If I need help with some real estate, I could go holler at B on a personal level. If I need some farming tips or any any kind of business tips i could go talk to josh if i got a book i want to drop and i need publishing for my book i could go talk to adrian if i you know what I'm if i need if i need government contracting advice i could go talk to these if i need mobile home advice i could go talk to amai i could go talk to tara i could go talk to my homie byron if like i was thinking like on anything like that's why I said it's it's only a few things that I would need to go outside of our community for to get, but on most things that I could think of, I could go within our community that we built and go talk to people that I know firsthand that could help me out. That can help you out. That can help you out without you without you even paying. Without me even paying. Yeah. So like you know what I'm saying. So that's like 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 man. I I'll speak the prime example when I said. When I was like, man, I, when I was talking to you, and I said, look, man, I want to throw some money in Apple and Tesla. What do you think? You said, hey, do that shit. Don't think about it. I'm like, really? Me being a dumbass, me, I'm like, really, man? You, you think so? you like, hey, man, just do it, man. I'm like, all right. Boom. Made some money. Bro, I made like 10000 in a week. Now, that wouldn't have been possible. Like, it could have been possible if I didn't talk to you, but I probably, who knows if I would have done it or not. Could have, yeah, yeah. I could have been unsure of myself and like, nah, man, I don't know. But I talked to somebody who I know that that's what they do. They know stocks. You, I, you know stocks. So I'm going to ask somebody that know. You said do it. Boom. It was a benefit. So I'm like, that's just a, that's just an example of stuff like that. Yeah. Like we, we essentially have two to three people in damn near each industry that we could reach out to. We yep. need... If we need uh, developing, we can reach out to Todd. That's in Houston. Yep. You know, we can reach out to it's it's at least two to three people in, okay. in, in each industry that we could potentially reach out to and gather mm-hmm. information, or we could seek that information on the timeline and just ask, "Hey, do you guys have such and such?" So it's pivotal for you guys to develop ecosystems, develop your own ecosystems. Or be a part of, or be a part, be a of, part of them. Be a yeah. part of one. And, and how you, and what's the best way would you suggest for somebody to be a part of? You already know, bro. Bring value. All you gotta do. Is- <laughs> that's what I was about to say too. <laughs> that's all you gotta do is bring value, cause like, like that's so important. You don't even like, cause a lot of times people might be in their own areas, wherever it is in the country or wherever it is in the world, or they might say, "Man, my homies, that's not what they own, man. They ain't on none of that. I ain't got nobody to build the ecosystem with." But you don't have to start from scratch. You could just join someone, other people's ecosystem. As long as you have value, you good. Mm-hmm. The thing about value is, value doesn't get turned down unless you a, unless you a POS or you just you know what I'm saying a, a scammer, a, a corny guy, or whatever it is. Value never gets turned down. 
So, like, if you're a good person with value, you're not going to get turned down because you have value. That's more value. Having value is more valuable, no pun intended, than anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How how important is uh, IP to you? Intellectual property for for uh, for, for you for for you Man, guys out there. Intellectual property is everything, bro. Yeah, I like, think that's everything. I think that's more valuable than the dollar. That's more. It is, bro. Yeah. Intellectual property, because intellectual. If you own your intellectual property, that means you own the data. And if you own the data. Like we know, like they say, data is more more valuable than gold. Like, you know what I'm saying? So if you own the data, that's, that's the, the the data is what's going to be when you, cause we all in business. You dead and gone. Yeah. And then when you potentially sell your company, sell your corporation, whoever's the buyer, they gonna want to know what the data is. They gonna know do you got the data, how much the data is. That's what they want to know before they buy. You know what I'm saying? Because just buying a company with no data is irrelevant. Because how am I gonna reach the people? How many how many emails you got? How many phone numbers you got? I need that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I need that so I can reach the consumers. But yep. if you don't, if you don't have that, that's why it's so important for everybody that's in business, like. And even somebody like Ari, Ari, she always preached since I know her, build that email list, build that email list. Yep, she has. I need to get with her. Yeah, she, she's <laughs> always said that's more important than the Twitter following. That's more important than the Instagram following. And that may have went over a lot of people's head, but the reason that's so important is because it's the data. You got the data on that people. So you don't even need a boatload of followers. If I got 10,000 emails, I got 5,000 phone numbers. I send out a text. I send out an email. And even if the 15,000 don't open it, even if you get a 2,000 people that open and buy something, boom, there you go. You can't lose pretty much. So the data, like, bro, and that's part of the IP, bro. If you got that IP, like, and another thing protecting IP is so important is because, as we know, people steal. So people see good mm-hmm. ideas all the time. And that's why you'll get stuff like something might go viral on Twitter and someone immediately will go and buy the domain. Because they yep. know like this person may potentially want this IP, want this, want this domain down the line. So let me get snatched it up. So when they need it and they try to buy it, they're gonna have to buy it from me and I'm gonna make a profit. So the like that's that man, you can't like that's that's it's it's, it's too much value in that, bro. Yep. And you can take your IP with you, whether whether you rich, poor, you can always you can always pretty much bounce back with your IP. You can all you can, yeah right right you can always but if you got it, you you good. But I'm glad I'm all I'm glad I'm glad we touched on that data part because I feel like I feel like a lot of new business people they don't recognize the value in that. Like they just so focused on people feel like if they ain't got a million followers on IG and Twitter they ain't no shit. Man, not I, only I, that don't even that's irrelevant. That don't matter. That's honestly. irrelevant. I'd rather have a million. I'd rather have a million email uh uh emails than a million followers any day of the week. That's just me. And a million, if I got a million phone numbers in a in a in an email list with a million with a million names on it, I'm taking that. You know, I'm taking that because I can send out an email, even if it's not every day, I can see that out an email once a week. And if it's value on that and I'm providing something and not only something that I can monetize that I can sell, what you know what I'm saying? Cause we know, we know, we see I ain't gonna say no names. We talked about a popular Instagram 
what people would consider an Instagram baddie, an Instagram influencer that that uh needed money for a place to stay. Like I said, oh. I like, you know what I'm saying? When she, and, and she, I don't know how many followers you got, she got, but I think it's in the millions. And that's just a prime example that uh, followers don't mean nothing because just because you got all them followers don't mean somebody that's going to buy some shit from you. Like we see yeah, that yeah, other that girl. Don't, she that, don't, that don't equals well. It don't. It don't. Like that girl that showed, when she came out with her, uh, her merch and she only sold like 36, 36, she had 36 sales with a million followers. Ah, damn. 36 sales, bro. With a million followers. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, hor- that's horrible. <laughs> that's horrible, bro. So, like, what's the point of all them followers? If they if they not going, if they not going, when, 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 when the time comes and when you want to put out some merch or you want to put out uh, a book or you want to put out anything, they're not going to buy it from you. What's the point of it? It's, that's, that, it's, it's only a point of that, uh, the followers and stuff, especially on IG. Like if you're if you're into the entertainment industry, right? It's all, it's only valuable to really be in. But, hey, that's even, a even with businesses it might not apply. Some that's businesses a, it might, but with entertainment is valuable. That's a bro. What you just said is a bar, and I I hope it ain't go over people's heads because that's so true. Like how many followers you got? It's it's important. And, you know what I'm saying? It's value to celebrities because they already have fame and they've already making money and they're not making money. Most of them, the real celebrities, I'm talking about real celebrities. They're not making money. They breadwinner is not the internet, but you as a person that's not a celebrity and you so worried about your followers. Now, you know what I'm saying? You making yeah. money, you dependent on the internet. So you shouldn't be dependent on the followers. You should be a real business person and get you an email list, get you a, Build up that, build up them phone numbers, collecting them phone numbers. If y'all ain't seen that, that doc on Netflix, man, it's on there. They talked about how value, how data is more valuable than gold. And if for people that don't understand that, we just broke it down to you why. Yeah, and and um, Instagram and Twitter and and all these social media platforms are capable of crashing. <laughs> capable, of, that's another thing. They capable of crashing. You know, y'all know how I go. That because something could happen. Your glitch account, anything. Yep. Your account could get suspended. Yep, your account could get suspended like boost. <laughs> you can get a, a boost. Hey, you 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 want you on that time I saw Mark Zuckerberger. Like, I need my Instagram back. You know what I'm saying? Like you could be your account can't get suspended. So you gotta you can't that's the thing, like man, you can't be dependent. You cannot be dependent on any social media platforms. They all dope, they all got its uses. But useful ways, yeah. Yeah, if you're a business person, you gotta be building your own, creating your own funnels. So if, if push comes to shove and you ever got kicked off those platforms, you'll be all right. Cause you 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 got you got the data. Okay. And um just lastly but not least, um, I'm gonna wrap this up. Um I wanna talk to you about the the value of Twitter, not the company. Not the company. <laughs> right, right. We ain't trying to tell nobody to go buy Twitter stock. Like that. Yeah, we're not talking. We're not talking about that. We're just talking about the value of the content and people that's on Twitter. Because Twitter could get a rap. I mean, could get a rep of Twitter, Twitter niggas or Twitter <laughs> or whatever the case may be, like that. So I wanted to speak on the value with you on the value of Twitter. Because I think, me personally, I think that that's like the most by far valuable content-wise. 
platform. There is. Hands down, bro. I agree wholeheartedly. Twitter is it's the best social media platform in my in my opinion, hands down. And I'm I'm saying this from a person that I just got on Twitter two years ago. Like I didn't see the value in Twitter until two years ago. But I know it's still so many people that don't see the value in it to this to 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 this day. And then I think, in my opinion, the reason for that is because Twitter, there's no platform that's more intimate than Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Like all the other platforms are just highlight reels. Like you see. You see the surface, you see the BS. You, and I don't want to say BS, but it's just highlight reels. You see the best, for the most part, you see the best of someone. Like, what's the, you know what I'm saying? But Twitter is, you get to, from not all the accounts, but most accounts, you see the the down days, the up days, because you're seeing a person's thoughts. thoughts. You're seeing what they really think inside. So you get to really see who this person is on a way more intimate level. And not only that, Twitter, you get to tweet as much as like, ain't nobody on Instagram posting all day. You know what I'm saying? Because that's just not how you're going to build the audience, posting all day. But with Twitter, you could tweet all day long and build an audience. And not only that, you could be in the comfort of your home. You know, so it takes a lot of work to build Instagram because you need video content. You need pictures. And that's just not something that you can do laying up in bed. You got to actually be out here creating. But on Twitter, I could sit on my couch all day. Excuse me. And as long as I'm bringing value, whether it's entertaining, inspirational, or or educational, and I could build an audience. And I'm just sitting at home because I'm just bringing value through my tweets. Twitter ain't really like, it's obviously it's a bunch of videos on there, but that's not what people are on there for. So that's why, in my opinion, if you're not on Twitter, man, you need to get you one. Yeah, I always, I always suggest to to P to get on <laughs> to P and people like P to get on to get on uh, Twitter. Oh, yeah. yeah, and that's because I know the type of person he is through communicating with him and, and his value and what yep. he says. Yep, and I know that he's smart and witty in yep. ways that I'm not smart and witty. Like I'm very like on Twitter, like I'm just a very direct person. Like you are. <laughs> like I will, like I will cuss you out. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I will cuss you out, but I will pause. I will pause it. I will pause it. I will hold off on a little bit and just not say nothing. But you know, you got you got you got people where you can suggest like he's smart and witty with, with his responses and yeah. like that. But I find aside from him, but. I find Twitter very valuable, like I said, because of con- content-wise, and who you are, you are able to see with some accounts the transparency in a person. Yep, you are able to connect with, you are able to connect with people, you are able to see the drives and see the information that they yep. put out there. It was, <laughs> it was because of me that I actually went to the. And I followed KG, and I went to the real estate, and I purchased the uh, his wholesale course before everything. So it was essentially I I credit him to originally meeting you guys and doing mm. all that. Because if it wasn't if it wasn't for him, I would not even found out about the event. I would not even have went. <laughs> so, wow. Damn, that's amazing, bro. It's it's a man, it's a net like a man, I said a while back. I'm like most of the people that I talk to on a consistent basis now are people I met from Twitter. Like it's the best yeah. 
yeah. like networking, networking app too. And the thing, I think the reason why Twitter is the best app, and if you notice, like a lot of celebrities, like big, big celebrities, they don't mess with Twitter like that. And the reason is because Twitter is not one of those apps that you can manipulate. It's not one of those apps that you can fake it. Ain't no like hiding comments, ain't no blocking comments, ain't no you know what I'm saying? Editing stuff. Ain't none of that. Like how people you can't feel, even delete. It's over. You can't even write. How people, whatever they feel is how they feel and they're gonna say it. Like, you know, on Instagram, you could turn off the comments or you can make it where only certain people could comment. So it, it on Instagram it may look like people rock with you, people love you. But if you come on Twitter, Twitter is straight, ruthless, sterile. Twitter, Instagram is ran by celebrities. Twitter. Yep, that's correct. Twitter is ran, ran by, by the people. It's ran by the people. So if the people mess with you or not, you might not be able to really tell on IG. You know what I'm saying? It, or it might be artificial. But on Twitter, you gonna know whether if you if the people rocking with you or not. Ain't no if ands or buts about it. It's ran by the people. If they if they with you, you gonna know. If they not, they ain't ain't no hiding. Ain't no none of that. If you do some BS, they'll call you out. All that. Yep, all that. Yep, yep. And you, like I said, you got content out there. And what I mean by content is you got, I say, for instance, if you're a realtor in Detroit or something like that, uh, somebody will put on the timeline, um, I'm trying to sell this property. Yeah, somebody on the timeline will, will respond, hey, hey, I got a buyer that's, that, want, that wants to buy it, or they'll DM you and say, hey, I got a buyer. That's, that's valuable content right there. And valuable. that's a connection and a reason. Facts, man. That's a that's a fact. Especially especially with our uh community, whatever people call it, what they call it, LLC Twitter, Wealth Twitter, yeah, well, money, yeah, LLC Wealth, Money Twitter, Rock Nation Brunch Twitter. I don't know. <laughs> Rock Nation I, Brunch. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that one directed to us. I don't really, bro. I didn't even know LLC Twitter was directed to us. Probably like a, a couple weeks ago, bro. I know it was. I never knew it was directed towards me, bro. I'm like the people. No, oh, my pe- name is Beast. All <laughs> 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 right, <laughs> you is Beast LLC. So you said no, that was directed. But yeah, well, I'm like, wow. So, but I think like I told, like I said a million times, man. Twenty years from now, like people, they might crack jokes, they laugh. Twenty years from now, it's gonna be a movie, and it's gonna be based off of what our community's done, what our community do. Because we still at the beginning stages of where all of us are professionally because we so young. You know, most people don't really rip they, reap their rewards for business and stuff like that until they 50s. So we continue on this path, and, and God willing, we all still here. In our 50s, we gonna, it's going to be so crazy. And the dopest part about it, we're going to all know each other. So it's going to be like, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna, it, it, like I said, they're going to make a movie. They, uh, I guarantee it's going to be some kind of documentary movie it's going to be made off the community and how many lives we affected and all that, what we doing now, all that stuff. Watch. That's how, that's how dope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how dope. No, for real, bro. For to like, think about it. Like, bro, think about it. Like this still the, this still the beginning for real. Like we, yeah, we it is. Yeah, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the beginning. So it's still so much, it's so much more room for growth and, and everything and like you like you said like we spoke on earlier it's so many lives being affected from all the different platforms from all the different accounts from all the stuff that's being taught bro it's so many lives that's being affected and that's gonna be affected like i know for a fact it's gonna be somebody whether it's me 
or a lot of us, but it's going to be somebody that, that we don't know yet. There's going to be like a billionaire and it's going to be like, how, what was the start? Oh man, I was on, I was on Twitter. I ran to this community. I listened to this podcast. I listened to that podcast. It's like, and that's, you know what I'm saying? I, I truly think that's going to happen. <laughs> that sound it sound dope for real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, it's, it's 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 possible, man. Yeah, and not only and not only does Twitter provide you with uh, valuable content for those of you that tend to ask yourself when you're building a business, and why I don't get no family support, why I don't get no friends support. You will get. Trust me, if if your product is valuable, oh yeah, you will have. You will get support through through your through your ecosystem that you're trying to build. Yep. On Twitter, because like for example, if Xavier drops merch, I'm going to buy it. B's going. It's it's at least fifteen to twenty of us that's that's going to buy it. That ain't even including outside. Outside. So right. you can account for twenty people. who Buying buying an item at forty dollars. Do the math on that, your damn mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's what you are end up with, and you got that you got that support system. Like we have a dope ass support. System. Oh, dope, bro! It's, it's, our support system is is it's the dopest thing I've ever experienced because we all support each other on all our endeavors. Whoever drop a book, we copping and we gonna buy multiple copies of it. We're going to talk about it on our platforms. We're going to retweet. We're going it, to, it's, it's crazy, bro. Like it's the dopest, it's the, it's the dopest, it's the dopest in the world. And, and I think in a lot of ways, I spoke on this before, a lot of ways, a lot of us, we have more influence than these entertainers. Cause a lot of these entertainers, their influences is artificial. It's not really real. It's, it's, it's propped up by the people that's funding them by ours. The people it's, in this community, it's authentic. It's, it's authentic. And ain't nobody funding us. Ain't nobody propping us up. It's, it's, it's real. It's real. It's real. So that alone, bro, that, this, this, like I keep saying, man, this is just the beginning, man. This is the beginning of where we going. For real. Yeah, I want to, I want to, um, I want to end this by saying thank you for, thank, thank you. you for your time, man. Thank you okay. for allowing me to interview you. That, bro, bro, you already know. I told, I, I, no, I thank you for, uh, for, for taking the time out your, your busy schedule to do this for real. I'm surprised you ain't, <laughs> I'm surprised you ain't asking about my relationship. I figure I'm like, I know Justin gonna ask. I'm surprised you ain't asked, but no, I, I think, I think, thank you for coming on for real, man. Well, thank you for your, thank you for your time, man. Larry King, who, man? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Larry, Larry King, Larry King, who? And, but now before, uh, before we wrap up, let the people know for where they can uh, follow you. They don't follow you yet. Instagram, Twitter, where they get consultations, there, all that. All right, you can follow me on Instagram at Beavs LLC. Um, Twitter, Beavs underscore LLC. Come to Market Views for marketviewsconsulting.com for we basically teach beginners uh, how to navigate through the stock market and experience people as well. Um, you can also get in contact with me for my property management services here called uh, Above Ground Property Services. Do uh, various things. Now we plan on implementing um, home inspections in 2021. We, me and Jackie, are going to roll that out eventually. Let's go. Uh, 
and, and yeah, just salute to everybody else that's doing their thing. It's too many people for me to, too many people for me to shout out. Shout out. I might forget somebody's name. And salute to the so, salute to the rest of the four brothers: Josh, Reggie, Ahmad, uh, you and me. <laughs> hey, you and me. I was forgetting. I'm like, are we forgetting somebody? Yeah, it was us two weeks again. But yeah, so shout man. out to all of us. Yeah, man. I, once again, man, I appreciate you for taking the time out to do this. This was dope, man. So this was so, so for the people that always ask. Here, here y'all go. So, you know what I'm saying? So, thank, <laughs> thank you again, bro. And then wrapping up for the, for the, for, 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 damn. For those who don't know, y'all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Xavier C. Miller. Y'all can follow my uh, partner. She missed today's episode. My, my, uh, my partner, my, my, my love, my queen. I'm trying, I ain't going to get extra on it. But yeah, y'all can follow her at Diana. Oh. No, no, hey, don't start your shit, man. You, here you go. Here you go. Y'all can follow her on all platforms at Deanna Kent. And y'all can follow the podcast at uh, M Mindsets Pod. That's on Instagram and Twitter. And if y'all are interested in getting involved in real estate, y'all can go to Park Hill uh, Capital Ventures.com and you can follow it on Instagram. And that's all we have for y'all, man. We appreciate y'all for listening, tuning into this episode. See y'all, see y'all next episode. Peace. Peace. Me up Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid. Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some game, Xavier, y'all gonna talk about it. No, Deanna, speak that shit that everybody vouching. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant. I study millionaires because I was born a visionary. Still believe in limitations, why you acting scary? You can't distract me from the paper, I've been chasing greatness. I'm stacking now and balling later in the conversation. We strategizing, monetizing, piling up investments, and sacrificing temporary sh- for bigger blessings. Yeah, a tapped in boss mind state. I multiply my grind rate and I match the way I vibrate. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid. Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit trying to learn some game xavier y'all gonna talk about it no diana speak that shit that everybody vouching ain't no more excuses valid get up off the couch and get up in your bag to your bank account need an accountant